Wow. Whoa. Whoa. Oh, my God. WWE is ready to Brock again. Are you ready for Brock in roll? Because we got some in Viva Brock Vegas. All right. We're going to get into all of it. Brock Lesnar is back in the WWE. He is not alone. Becky Lynch is back in the WWE. It is our WWE SummerSlam review. And if you're watching, go ahead and share that link or you stink. Sound off and get on screen with your thoughts on WWE SummerSlam 2021. It was quite the night. Watch out, watch out, watch out, watch out. Watch out. What's up, everybody? I'm Kev Callum. That is Jeremy Bennett in Nebraska, if he asks you. Uh, Jeremy, a lot of people joining us for the first time. And if you are with us Ooh. the first time, go ahead and hit the like button. Let us know what you thought of SummerSlam. If you don't want your comments, go ahead and give us your ratings 1 to 10. All right? The 1 to 10 on SummerSlam. We'll give you ours by the end of the show. But your comments will drive the conversation. If you're with us on demand, watching on demand, or listening on demand on the podcast, be sure to get your comments in the below. In the below. Hit us up on the social medias at <laughs> SK Wrestling. All right, I've done all the different stuff. Man, what a SummerSlam this was. There was some good. There was some bad. There was some great. There was, some, in, there was some ugly, too. There was some ugly. There was some, there was some pretty ugly stuff here. But let's get right into the, uh, the big ending we just saw right there. John Cena versus Roman Reigns. This was a main event. You got your main event. You Ooh. got your epic clash. You got your kick out on near falls. John Cena has not wrestled a real match on pay-per-view in a long, long time. A couple of years. He's not wrestled a singles match in a long, long time anywhere. Yeah. Even on live events. Yeah. He looked fantastic considering yeah, like, the circumstances. What do you think, Jeremy? Yeah. It was like, he didn't lose a step at all. Uh, you know, and he kind of called his shot two weeks ago. He called his shot. He said, yeah, I'm going to get my ass beat, but you know, you never know when I'm going to get that one that two, that mm -hmm. three. And you had so many moments in that match where he snuck a near fall, and it was a great near fall as well. You know, they they kicked out. Roman kicked out at the very last moment, and they had some very good near falls that that played out to that narrative that, that Cena kind of laid out on SmackDown two weeks ago. Sorry oh. about that. I'm, I'm queuing up a video for later. Go ahead, buddy. I thought, I thought we had a run in there for a minute there. I thought, <laughs> Brock was coming in. Uh, we may have a run in here from Las Vegas any minute if we can get a hold of Jose and Rick. Uh, they're definitely going to be having a, a fun time getting out of a sold out 53,000, 50,000 plus arena right. for Houston Stadium, which maybe was rocking could, tonight. Maybe they could hang out in the media section for a little while longer. And then while everybody's leaving, the, that internet connection can can uh, come back, you know, that they were having trouble with. But uh, Cena, uh, like you said, he called his narrative a couple weeks ago on SmackDown, and it played out brilliantly, I thought, throughout the match. And then kind of once they got away from that, trying him trying to sneak away near falls, and it, then it kind of came out to an all-out brawl, it really turned into that championship main event that should main event a pay-per-view like SummerSlam. I thought they, uh, they brought it, and it, the excitement level, uh, you heard 50,000. I mean, it's kind of hard in a stadium to get a unified chant, but you heard 51,000 people chanting, this is awesome. And, and truly, it was a, a an epic SummerSlam main event worthy type of match, in my opinion. Yeah, it was absolutely great. I mean, they didn't do anything that John Cena can't do at his age. Is he as fast as he once was? No, but they played up to it. They yeah. really, really played up to it. the idea of Roman Reigns. It's just just a unrelenting, dominating figure. And also, Roman Reigns cutting promos, finding the camera, <laughs> them hot-miking him, him saying, I'm sorry, Nick Khan. I'm sorry, Nick Khan. WB executive Nick Khan. I'm sorry, executive Hollywood. Hollywood, I'm sorry. Yeah. He ain't going to be able to make no movies no more. 
Damn, we don't yeah. make no movies no more. Let's Sorry to them executives. Yeah, uh, breaking news we're getting here uh, from Uh-oh. Las Vegas. Following SummerSlam going off the air on Peacock and the WWE Network internationally, Brock Lesnar appearing after this big main event where Roman Reigns won. Roman Reigns won this match. And we're going to go right now to uh, hopefully we can get him joining us here in Las Vegas. Rick and Jose are with us in Las Vegas. Got to run in. How you guys doing here? Uh, we just got breaking news, guys. Brock Lesnar attacked John Cena after the bell there, after the show ended. Yeah. Yes, he did. Uh, he laid him out with a couple of suplexes and then ended the night with an F5. And then uh, John got a nice little way to the crowd goodbye and uh yeah he's uh he's out of the picture and the and the beast is in baby uh, that's so much nice that john that cena can use his moment. limbs after that beatdown he took from rowan reigns and rock lesnar <laughs> so that's good to hear that's good to hear i mean he did foreshadow that he was going to get his ass kicked tonight and, and yeah. ass kicking there was yeah. uh all right guys so you guys are in uh allegiant say? stadium uh how you doing jose how you guys doing tell me about the vibe in the stadium what has it been like for you guys? Obviously, different circumstances, masks up. You guys are in the press box. Denise Salcedo uh, from Wrestling Observer is stealing Rick's, uh, Twitter, Rick's tri- which, Twitter. Rick, come on now. Rick, you, you got Lock your, lock you your computer. Your uh, we'll have that. I believe that's guys, up on Instagram. I thought I was in a – guys, 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 I thought I was in a safe, professional atmosphere, oh. and it turns out I was wrong. You, you should know better with she Denise in the room, for crying out loud. Zero and, and I also thought I had backup here, but I guess not. <laughs> yeah, Jose's just filming it. He's just filming it like, ah, let's just let everybody see this here. I'm here trying to get hits and engagement, bro. Right? <laughs> right? Uh, if you're with us for the first time, go ahead I'm, and hit that I'm like button. I'm just salty. I'm I'm just salty because like, Denise gets more engagement from my Twitter than I do. Oh! <laughs> this is what you get. This is what Man. you get for those shenanigans you pulled in the SummerSlam Trivia Showdown, Rick. It's come up It's come up Just so you guys have a quick exclusive, uh, quick exclusive and a quick peek. This is what the stadium looks like empty right now. Whoa, yeah, empty. The look there. Oh, that's that's a great look. Let me let me full screen you guys up there. Keep it up, Jose. Yeah. Uh, get a full screen here. A look at at SummerSlam as it's getting out here uh, from Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. Uh, guys, what was the vibe in the in the stadium? Were fans jacked up for the show because it came off like they were super pumped the whole night? What do you think, uh, Rick? It, it was a night of, of ups and downs. Uh, yes. Look, where, where the crowd seemed like they were they were not interested. They they were not interested. But my goodness, when they were hot, they were hot. Uh, speaking from personal experience, I, I kind of had an out-of-body experience when uh, Becky Lynch uh, came back. And that was, uh, I think, one of the loudest pops uh, it's still certainly the last pop I've ever heard in person. Um, you want to see it? We, 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 can, we can show it to you right too. now. That was loud. <laughs> we can show that to you right now. Yeah, let's play it back. I'd love to see it. Yeah, let's let's go to the live reaction. Uh, real marking out moment here for for uh, Ricky Chino. <laughs>
indeed. Good times indeed there, fellas. Uh, good on you for getting was, that piece of footage. I was waiting um, for uh, I was guys, waiting for Rick to guys. Yeah, guys, I can't like you guys know. I think everybody knows how big of a, a Becky Lynch homer I am. I can't tell you how much it means to me that I was here when that happened. Right, it is something right? I'm never gonna forget. No, I'm like, never I, gonna forget. I was so happy I, I was here to witness that. I was totally expecting you to squeal like Isaiah Cassidy from Private Party when he gets thrown up in the air and he does that high-pitched squeal. I was totally expecting one of those from you there. <laughs> uh, all things considered, all things, all things considered, since you know I'm in a press box and I'm supposed to be in a professional setting, I think I contained myself fairly well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, from, from yeah. Girl being at a he was like at seven. <laughs> yeah, remain professional. Ashamed. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. It was. It was the right moment to do, concerning the especially the circumstances. I mean, that news kind of broke. Uh, you know, literally Friday when we were doing the top story, that news broke that that Sasha was not at SmackDown, and but it was kind of weird how they played it off all the way up until match time. They they played it off like it was still going to happen, even though we we all a smart marks knew better, right? You know. <laughs> Yeah, the, it was funny. Right before Becky's music hit, I literally looked at Jose and said they could not have handled that worse. Right. And literally a second. Uh, then literally a second goes by, and then you hear the downbeat, and the entire crowd loses their mind. Yeah. Because uh, that that was a beautiful bait and switch. Yeah. Who knows what's going on with Sasha Banks? But if they would have just gone through with a Carmella and Bianca match again at SummerSlam, oh. that would have. That would have gone over as one of the worst booking decisions of all time. But you know what? A, and, but they treated what an it emergency go to. Yeah, they they treated it like like Bianca was like. Yeah, they treated it like Bianca was definitely not going to have this. Like she made this outfit. I made this special outfit for this special night. I'm here to do this this big rematch with the person I beat at Wrestle at WrestleMania. Yeah, and you're gonna go and they kept cutting to her, and she had this look of discontent. And they went with Lynch. Now other people though felt like it was you blew up this big balloon of hype, and Becky Lynch is back. We're all pumped. And then you have more or less one move, it's over, and uh, Bianca's no longer the champion after a triumphant moment at WrestleMania, and maybe that killed her momentum. They didn't really have a competitive match. I, I'm more of the sense of it's more about Becky Lynch coming back and the return and everything like that, and the follow-up I think is, is more interesting. Obviously, you have the return pop. Yeah, um, I would have liked to have seen a competitive match. Well, I felt I felt like it was probably not planned, and they weren't supposed to have her back till October. She hasn't been in the ring for 16 months, so they probably were just playing it safe and just have a quick match and get out before she's fully prepared for a a full match. Is just my guess. What was the take on the press I, box there with the people in the know, guys? Something that happened. Uh, dude. We were still shocked from the comeback before we knew the match had started and was over. Yeah, I was uploading right? the reaction video, and yeah. as soon as I, I was done uploading, the match was over. I'm like, "What the hell just happened?" Yeah, so I think the official was surprised in the press box. Everyone. I think the official clock on it was 26 seconds. Yeah, it, it's going? it's it is one of the more puzzling decisions. Like we knew Becky Lynch was going to win the second yeah. that her music hit and said, "Look." I, I, and I had no problem with her taking out Carmella. Um, you know, I thought Carmella played her role really easy. I loved Becky going, excuse me, just one second while I take out, while I like throw away Carmella, who nobody wants to see right now. You knew Becky Lynch wasn't going to come back and lose this match, but I think they could have done a little bit more. And I think they owed it to Bianca, be honestly, to do just a little, just a little bit more 
But the yeah. story basically coming out of this is Becky is back. She's a SmackDown Women's Champion, and she basically taught uh, Bianca a lesson. Don't trust the man. And, right. and she caught her. She dropped her guard for one second, and that cost her her championship. Now, I saw people on Twitter immediately saying that they, they co-feed Bianca, right? I don't see this as being that. They're not just going to take Bianca Belair out of the title picture. They know no. they have a star with her. I would not be surprised if she gets moved over to Monday Night Raw, to be completely honest with you. And maybe we set this up to play the long game with Bianca and Becky. I don't know. Sasha Banks, she's still got a role in all of this. So it's going to be really, really interesting how they how they cover up with this. But I don't think this is going to be bad long term for Bianca. I do think no. she deserves to lose the title a little bit better than what happened tonight. Though. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, agree, I... too, just because uh, for the simple fact that even on Twitter, I'm like I'm not a big Twitter guy, but tonight I was I was on Twitter and just tons of reactions left and right about Bianca. Yeah, uh, that they weren't very happy with the decision on how they put that match. So it's it's kind of like a bittersweet type of deal here because we've got Becky back, but then we have a good champion who's having a pretty good run here in the last month or two, and she dropped the title in less than a minute. So. Uh, so it probably left uh, not a very good taste in a lot of fans' mouth. Yeah, that was, and that's so that's that's the only explanation I can come up with is just the fact that that they had to quickly call her up, and she may not have been fully prepared for a ten to fifteen minute match at that point yet, being on on you know off of off of you know being able to compete for sixteen months at that point. But at least this kind of now pushes Bianca to. Uh, as a heel where I think she works better anyways. So I think I think this may be better be for her long term. I would not be surprised though if they keep Bianca as a baby face because that now her chase starts over. Her chase mm -hmm. starts all over again. I mean it's it's not very often like we got spoiled with Becky and you know a few other yeah. people where they, they got these really long title reigns. More often than not, the money is in the chase for the baby faces, and Becky is at this point in her career where she's a tweener. She can be whatever she they need her to be. She's just the man. The fans are going to cheer for her no matter what, and she can do whatever the hell uh, she wants. She's reached that uh, that that level, that echelon. So um, yeah. they can they can keep Bianca a baby face for now, and just you know. Unless, you know, the crowds start to turn on her because they don't want to cheer against the man. We'll see how things uh, play out. But there's yeah. a lot of different ways they could go. I, I, I will say one quick thing. I found it very interesting that after years, literally years, of domination by the four horsewomen, Rhea and Bianca walk out of WrestleMania as the, with all the gold. And here, five months later, we're now back to Charlotte and Becky Lynch. Not saying that's a bad thing, not saying that's a good thing, but we're back to Charlotte and Becky as the, the two main champions again. Yeah. I, it's it's very interesting, especially the, the Nikki Ash experiment only lasting 30, 31, 33 days. I think that was all her reign was. And especially, you know, they showed that 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 emotional video of her walking into Allegiant sta uh, Stadium today. They showed that earlier today on uh, WWE socials, and uh, it, it just makes you feel for her. Because that that she had such a small reign, it, it makes you wonder: Are they not fully behind this now? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, the it's it's a weird situation, you know. I, I, she got good reactions, right? It isn't like she's not over, correct? She was. Um, there were more boos than when there were cheers for her tonight. Really? There was. Mm. Uh, I think there. It has been 
she has not gotten like overwhelmingly positive reactions from a lot of the crowds. It's been a very mixed uh, reaction. Say like negative. There was barely a reaction. Like that was. It was just buzz. It was just a very subtle buzz. I wouldn't even call it a reaction. This 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 crowd tonight here in Vegas was more hot for Charlotte Flair than anybody, and you have to give her credit. She put on the performance of a lifetime. She's still undefeated at SummerSlam. She is Miss SummerSlam as far as I'm concerned, uh, but the booking just does not make sense at all. I mean, they had Nikki A.S.H. losing out of the gate, and I thought the, the storyline here, and I've said this before on the YouTube channel, the Sports Kid Wrestling YouTube channel, make sure to subscribe. We're closing in on 20,000. Uh, I've said this before, like, look, okay, so she kind of she kind of fluked her way into the championship, and now it's all about proving that she deserves it. So yeah. she's going to go through these bumps in the road trying to prove that she is a legitimate threat, and then they're going to put her over clean at SummerSlam, and then boom, now she's earned it. Now she's solidified, and instead they, they have her drop it to Charlotte, and I, yeah. I don't know what the point of the last five weeks was. I totally thought that they would have her come out winning that and then set up, like I said on, on the top story yesterday, you got your Batman with Nikki A.S.H. and you got your Joker with Alexa Bliss, who also won tonight. So they, if they both would have won, you would have had a perfect setup for a title match at Extreme Rules. True that. True that. But I feel like tonight, in, in general, overall, and I was talking about uh, this earlier, it just feels like they hit the hard reset button on tonight. We had four title changes. Yep. We had Brock Lesnar come back at the end of the show. We had the man come back. I mean, this was not only a response to what happened yesterday at AEW, but it's also a hard reset because I think WWE started to realize, listen, these guys brought that punk. We yeah. really need to step up our game now. <laughs> right. This is that hard reset button that WWE needed. Well, and, and also guys, usually what did we say heading. What did we say heading into this weekend was how do you counterpunch Punk? Yeah, this is how you counterpunch Punk. Yeah. I'm not saying it was a. It, it's the best they could do. I'm not saying it's going to top yeah. CM Punk, but bringing what back they got, the bunch of Brock Lesnar, that's what they got. They brought out the big glove and they swung as hard as they could. And it's yeah. not like this crowd like didn't get something entertaining or special to sign. There were some things that were bad on the show. The the segment with Miz. And and John Morrison, Morrison making some funny jokes and stuff like that. But they're doing something you can do on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. It was it was silly and it didn't need to be on a pay per view, right? Yeah. Um, it, that was unnecessary. Like it just didn't work. Like, there's some stuff with Goldberg and Lashley. We'll touch on that. Uh, I want to know what you guys thought was the match of the night, though, because there were some very very good matches. I think the good outweighs the bad in my regard. I do think this is a fun pay per view. Don't know if it was better than Money in the Bank because Money in the Bank was so special. It was just the first time for live fans and stuff like that pay per view. Um, but what do you guys think was the match of the night being there live? Before I get into it, fix your mic, man. You got, you got to change your input into your mic. <laughs> uh, however, uh, for me personally, bro, Edge versus Seth Rollins, that was the match of the night for me. That match had the crowd completely involved. It got electric. That rude entrance was absolutely epic. Yeah. And the big pop when, the, when his actual theme song hit, it was a thing of beauty. It's really hard because what we saw tonight sandwiched around a very puzzling uh, Brock Lesnar, or excuse me, Brock Lesnar, Bobby Lashley and Goldberg match um, were two of the best wrestling matches I've ever seen live, period. End of story. I think all four competitors, Roman Reigns, John Cena, Edge, and Seth Rollins, they should have come 
out at the end of the night tonight and just taking a bow. Like, seriously, <laughs> it was, uh, as Kenny Bolin coughs in my ear, uh, it, uh, it was absolutely... It was absolutely phenomenal, both matches, and flip a coin. I don't think I could. I don't think I could pick. I think each one were perfectly booked. I think the only thing that I would have changed, the only thing I would have changed, I would have liked to have seen Edge win with a stomp instead yeah. of uh, having having Rollins tap out. I think that would have made just a little bit better story. But I'm nitpicking. I'm doing your favorite thing, Kev. I'm nitpicking just a little bit. But I, I, I think, I, yeah, I, I can't pick between the two. I can't pick. I can't do it. I think they were going. I think they were going for kind of the him injuring Rollins' neck kind of deal is kind of, I think, what they were going for with that kind of uh, that submission finish there. Man, I don't know. It's I can't either. I can't either, Rick. I can't choose between those two matches. The, 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 the way that they set the table on that, uh, that Reigns and Cena match and they delivered on it, and we knew going in that, that uh, Edge and Rollins was going to just knock to tear the house down and they did as well i can't pick between the two either man i i really can't it, it's really one a and one b for me kenny bolin you're with us a little bit later than usual uh sorry about the delay there ken uh what did you think of SummerSlam? damn i disappeared there for a minute my god i'm just <laughs> wasting away to nothing i didn't realize I was back. Yeah, I can't see me. Yeah, I was backstage for about nine or ten minutes, and no one let me in, so I let my dogs out and came back. If that's not a problem. What did uh, what the dogs was think of SummerSlam? Uh, they loved it. They loved it. They've been howling all night. They just had a hell of a time. What did you uh, think of the show? Um, which one? Which 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 match? Give me give me specific matches. What do you think of the main event? Well, let's start with your boy out. John. Yeah. What were my predictions on the show last night? I said, I love John. I managed John, uh, trained and developed him at OVW for the better part of three years. Also beat him in a match, by the way. I don't like <laughs> to brag about that. Don't like to brag about it much, but I bring it up every now and then. Uh, but it wasn't, it, unless they wanted to take a jab at Flair, he was not going to win the match. Uh, I figured they might want to give him 17 and then maybe have somebody cash in a money in the bank or something. Uh, because I was just, uh, what's the language like after midnight on this show? Oh, you, you can go. I, I bet you can go. I was shit shocked. I was shit shocked at what they did with the Sasha Banks, uh, with her not being there, what they did with Bianca and the man. The man has it. When's the last time she wrestled a match? Oh, 16 God. months. 16 months. Uh, yeah. So I get the pop. I get the pop and everything. But my God, to put they just, in my opinion, and I wish Dutch Mantel were here absolutely buried Bianca and just yeah. killed everything they've done with her. Uh, I get that the man probably wasn't physically ready to go a 23 minute match or anything like that. I get it. So don't put her in that spot yet. Have her come out, let her create a diversion, let her create a distraction. Uh, shit. Uh, uh, Carsmella would have done a better job. <laughs> I, so I, I was highly disappointed with what they did with that. I had a sneaking suspicion that Sasha wasn't going to be there. There's some rumors going around that the, that there was a COVID uh, test that they thought might have been a fake positive. They must have done another one. Obviously, it wasn't a fake positive. No one knows that for sure. Do the HIPAA rules. They don't have to reveal it. But yeah. Sasha was the one uh, on, on uh, Twitter not too long ago uh, bragging and boasting about not wearing a mask and not getting shots and stuff like that. I heard so, about that. Uh, and, and I tweeted to her, and I got a lot of heat for this, which I don't give a damn. 
uh, is that you're going to cost somebody a job. You're going to cost somebody an opportunity. You're going to cost somebody a match. And that's pretty much what happened tonight. Yeah. Because there's no way they would have done this with Bianca had Sasha been there and able to wrestle the match. And to me, she let the team down. Mm-hmm. It, it does uh, make me wonder rip. if 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 Bianca was going to lose tonight, regardless. Um, it's a possibility, but it wouldn't have been as embarrassing as it was tonight. I mean, I, I I'm just I just feel bad for. Her. Oh they yeah, they would have the elevator and then just uh, do this, and it yeah. might be all Becky could do. I mean, I get that, but don't put Becky in that position. We we can wait. We can do that later. Yeah. Give someone else an opportunity. Uh, they, because yeah. we, we had talked about earlier that maybe because she didn't you all say she's had the belt since March. Yes. So may, maybe it was time for a change. Maybe it was time to put it on someone else, but not the way it happened tonight. Because I think Bianca is one of the finer talents they've got along with Sasha. I really like Sasha. And of course, Oscar, they came they can't find anything for her to do, which is crying shame. So but I missed the first bunch of this show. So I'm getting my shit in now, if y'all don't mind. So. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, Kenny, what are your, what are your other uh, t- uh, what are your other takeaways? We have we have Rick and Jose in Las Vegas, but what other takeaways did you co- come off from the show? What did you like? What didn't you like? What, um, what, what I, you- Goldberg, uh, we were trying to make predictions on once contact was made, how long the match was going to go. Uh, I had three minutes or less. I was wrong. Uh, no one guessed longer than five minutes on my show. I just did a five and a half hour podcast leading into this. Uh, I was like an idiot. I did a SummerSlam watch along. And uh, I, I thought that Goldberg and, and Lashley, I thought they uh, got about as much out of that as they could get. Uh, proud of Bobby. I thought they did a, a you know, for, for Goldberg, because a lot of times you don't get more than two or three minutes with Goldberg actually no. physical in the ring. So I thought they got the max out of what they could do with that. I'd have been highly disappointed. Uh, one thing that irked me is that when uh, Goldberg couldn't continue, the ref didn't give the big Mark X. That tells you it's real. He's really hurt. We need and and every fan in there knows what the X means, and they didn't even bother to do it. Everybody would have probably still known it was a work, but at least go through the motions and give it a try. So when they don't yeah. do that, they told you, okay, it's all a work. Yeah, and he's not hurt. He's just fine. And then the kid comes in, and and how old is the kid? Do we know how old the kid is? Fifteen years old. 15. What 15. they let a fifteen-year-old? Well, he couldn't do that in Kentucky, so they better do it in Las Vegas. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't know he was fifteen. I thought he looked young, but I thought he just might be a young-looking eighteen-year-old yeah, kid. Like uh, get, oh my uh, God, no, that crap ain't happening in Louisville. I'll tell you that. I mean, isn't that like a crime? I think that's why. He's, I think that's why well, MVP. That's what MVP had that look on his face. I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Yeah, I, I didn't have anything to do with it. Now, me yeah. and Dutch Mantel were talking not too long ago that when Dutch was in on the beating of a 14 or 15 year old Indian on Memphis television way back when, back in the middle middle to late 70s. And uh, I didn't think we would ever see a 15 year old kid get beat up on television again. But there we go. Me and there Dutch talked about it two weeks ago. And <laughs> voila, here it is. Little you kid gets what? beat he up did, on TV. He did kind of. Ask for it. You know, he jumped in the ring. Just, for, just for you, disc jockey. Just he for provoked. you, disc jockey. He provoked. Wearing your shirt tonight. <laughs> I, I can't see that. He's I'm wearing a Cincinnati red shirt. Cincinnati red shirt. Cincinnati red shirt tonight, just for you. Nice. He's got he, well, well. Let, Lashley was provoked, so he was provoked. I mean, if somebody crosses those ropes, it's supposed to be open season. If they yep. come, if they come through those ropes, it's open season. He should have took his fist and busted the kid's head open. In my opinion, <laughs> well, teach him guys, a lesson. you know what? You know what this means, though. It, it was a weird ending for SummerSlam because I, I would have yeah. liked to have seen a lot of things kind of wrap up tonight. But this definitely means we're getting Goldberg Lashley too at some point, probably Saudi Arabia in October. 
Yeah, hopefully, hopefully Big E cashes in between now and then, and that doesn't have to be for the title. Then it doesn't. Uh, need it. It doesn't yeah, need it, it doesn't. Up. It doesn't need it. Uh, but I yeah. do like uh, the, the the outside of the things that were bad on the show. I think are outweighed by all the good stuff. I was kind of talking about the early Brock Lesnar coming at the end of the show is nice. Becky Lynch coming back. I think in the long run is exciting how they did it. And, and I'd like to add Becky Lynch got a bigger pop than CM Punk. You know why? Because there's fifty one thousand people there popping yeah. for Becky Lynch. Yeah, there's if two anything, times more people. If anything drowned out CM Punk, it was uh, Becky Lynch. Oh, oh yeah. That? Now, what did you guys think had the, the louder pop, Brock Lesnar or Becky Lynch? You guys were there live. You tell us. Wow. Yeah, I guess you were you were there I, for the. I'm, I'm watching it on an iPad I would, as I, I do would, the show, I would so. say Lesnar because you guys had to have thought Becky I was going to show up. I, I you had to have thought Becky was going to show up because they, with the they whole did swerve. Such a great job. They did such a great job of the swerve, though. They 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 really did it. I mean, like literally, like I said, I looked at Jose and I said they could not have handled this booking worse. And then yeah. music hit, and then everything. So I'm the wrong person to ask because I just went into a state of uh, euphoric <laughs> shock when Becky came out. So yeah. I couldn't tell you which pop was bigger. You were you were so yeah. pissed off. You were so pissed off, and then they both sounded pretty big. They both and Brock yeah. uh, boy yeah. looked like he just got done chopping wood out in the forest somewhere. Right? And decided Man, to show he up. He'd been hitting the Bowflex. Yeah, I I love the uh, the bearded uh, ponytail cowboy like Brock the, Lesnar look. It's great. I like mm. the look. Viking Lesnar. Yeah, boy, he's. I, I was I was once pie faced by Brock Lesnar, and he didn't get mad that I went down. It was a shoot. He was pissed at me over a situation with his girlfriend, and he pie faced me. And when I didn't go down, uh, my son had to run down to the locker room and get Sylvester Turkey. Turkey <laughs> came up, confronted him. And said, hey, if you want to fight somebody, I'm your size. And believe it or not, Brock Lesnar walked away. Now, this was probably late 99, early 2000, uh, probably early 2000. Uh, Brock was on the ring crew. And it was at a it was at a boys and girls club, hot sweat. I mean, God, it was 112 degrees in air. And the biggest fan was a blow fan that was blowing on us. And uh, I went to hug his girlfriend. But I was so hot and sweaty, I didn't want her to touch me. And she'd been to my house 100 times. Her and Brock came over and watch pay-per-views all the time. We'd have hot dogs or barbecue from the sponsors or whatever. So he's, he's, he's seen me kiss his girlfriend on the cheek at least a hundred uh -oh. times. Uh -oh. And so I put my arms around, but I didn't want to touch her because I'm wearing a silk shirt. I'm soaked in sweat. It's 112 degrees. And if it's an ounce of sweat on me, there's a gallon. And so I didn't want her to touch me. So I got, I did the Hollywood kiss where I didn't touch her. Brock is walking through the ring. I guess he didn't want to be on the ring crew that night. Apparently, uh, one of the boys had screwed up, and now the heels and faces have to be on the ring crew every night. And that, that was kind of their punishment, and this was kind of new into that. So he's coming back in to work the ring crew. He says, Bowling, get your hands off my girlfriend. I said, oh, I, oh. so I thought he was playing for the crowd. I thought he was playing because there's about 20, 30 people outside uh, at the school. So I thought he's playing around, and I said, hey, brother, no problem. Don't worry about me. So I'm just kind of playing along. He comes over and gets in my face. He says, don't you ever touch her again, you MFR and all the other. Wow. I said, Brock, I said, what the hell is the matter with you, man? I said, you putting on a show for them? They're outside. They can't. He says, don't you ever touch her again, you said. And he's calling me names. So his girlfriend looks at him and says, hey, Brock, he didn't even touch me. He says, shut up, bitch. You know better. And that was the end of that relationship. That didn't go much longer after that. So he pie-faced me. He pie-faced me. I'm like, God, what is the matter with him? So my son goes down and gets Sly Turkey, and he comes back up. And Turkey was a big uh, bad MF for himself back in those days, and he got in Brock's face, and Brock walked away. 
And then Jim Cornette made Brock call me that night and apologize for putting his hands on me because he said, you put your hands on office, you do it again, you're fired. And then eventually Jimmy had him fired because uh, of something that happened at OVW uh, involving fingers and vaginas and Brock was fired. Well, and then the next thing you know, about a month or two later, Brock's the world champion. So they really taught him a lesson. Yeah. Yeah. He learned the hard way. There's a story well, you didn't hey, expect uh, tonight, wasn't there? No kidding. Never gonna sign yeah. off. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no, they are starting to. Uh, they are starting to clear up the press box here a little bit. So, uh, any any final questions uh, for us, Dan? Live. I do. Here I do want to. Uh, I do want to say this. Uh, you guys had so many great interviews this week. Drew McIntyre twice in a couple of days. Samoa Joe, wow. Nikki Ash, uh, exclusive access to the WWE tryouts on Thursday. A lot of great talent. You guys got you got to see there. Uh, so much content. What what are some highlights of the coverage you guys gathered this weekend that people can check out on the Sports Keto Wrestling channel, which is available right now on demand? Man, I absolutely loved interviewing Damian Priest. He was awesome. Um, the Seamus interview with Rick, man, that was really hilarious. Funny. Hilarious. Uh, we got tons of stuff on our YouTube channel, so make sure you guys check out all the exclusive interviews here from SummerSlam weekend here on Las Vegas. Uh, the tryouts, we had that great media gaggle with, uh, with Triple H. Where he opened up about the uh, new contract signees that are going to be flying out to Orlando next month. Over a dozen. Over a dozen. So, uh, so it's it, the moves are, are uh, that they did this weekend were absolutely great. What we did, I thought, as a team, not, not just Rick and myself, but the entire yeah. behind the scenes, putting the videos together, putting them out, social media, Kevin, Jeremy, Kenny, everybody doing coverage. I think uh, everybody did uh, an amazing job covering uh, this historic SummerSlam with 40,000 plus people in, uh, here at Allegiant and And just, you know, interacting with the talent this weekend, I can't put over anybody more than, than Drew McIntyre and, and Nikki ASH. You know, we, we talked about them twice within a 24-hour period, within an 18-hour period. Um, Nikki Cross is just an absolutely lovely person from top to bottom, and I really feel for her that, you know, she lost this championship tonight. Uh, but I think, you know, she'll be back uh on top sooner rather than later she she was incredible in this match that that triple threat was fantastic uh i will root for her until the the day she dies and the, and the same with or the day i die excuse me and uh same with the yeah, i'm, I'm hoping i'm hoping she outlives you personally so. <laughs> same same uh, yeah. i've already got same. somebody in here wants me to have a match with you we might have to do that we can meet in Newport. How's that? Well, in neutral territory. Get your cigar ready. Get your cigar ready, Rick. Get your cigar ready. <laughs> Dude, New, uh, Newport is nothing more than an annexation of Cincinnati. So you don't want to pick up. Well, you're, you're pretty much right. But that's how confident I am that as long as my feet are in the state of Kentucky, I'll beat you within a quarter Ooh, inch of I, your life. So I think we might I'm get cool uh, with it. Uh, send Dutch the link there. I think we want to make it Dutch. We'll pass it on to Dutch here. We'll yeah. Hey, Rick, I got a question for you yeah. before you All bounce right. out of here real quick. I know you are yeah. a big supporter of Nikki ASH. Yeah, do you is. think this, uh, the losing the title, do you think this is the best way to go and just to have her have that chase just based on this superhero character and everything, having her do this kind of chase, do you think this is the, the more important way to go with her? No, I don't. No. Uh, I think the... I think the correct thing to do with Nikki A.S.H. was to have her win tonight uh, because okay. her her entire run as champion, I, I don't know what they did it for. I don't know what the purpose was to, to end it this soon. Um, I'm, I'm hoping that this wasn't like a re reactionary thing because you know how impatient, you know, creative can get from, from time to time. And yeah. I think they could have done a lot more to help this new persona get over and it is struggling a little bit but all good things take time i know she really believes in it and 
Uh, there are a lot of younger fans out there, a lot of comic book nerds like myself who see the money in a, in a gimmick like this, and I hope that they continue with it. Uh, but I, I disagree with the booking decisions tonight. I just, if Charlotte was going to walk out of SummerSlam with a championship, they never should have put it on Nikki in the first place. She should still be Miss Money in the Bank. Yeah, I hear you there. Uh, it, yeah, it's it's very interesting. Like I said, you had, you had a, a built-in feud right there p- with two winners of SummerSlam. If Nikki would have won, you would have had a built-in feud with uh, Alexa Bliss right there. That would have been the does easy way to go. Have, no, does anybody know how long Charlotte's uh, contract is for? Because, uh, boy, I thought she was uh, just ready to go whenever they'll let her go, and I did not see that coming tonight. Yeah, that's a good question because I bet they're still trying to make her keep her happy with uh, – you know, you got you got her uh, fiance over at another place, and her dad's right. going dad's over there, there now too. Yeah. Uh, well, she certainly worked her butt off tonight. She had a hell of a match. Triple she threat. I thought was uh, the actual work of the match was really really fantastic. Uh, I do think maybe Rhea could have took the tap out there and then, instead of Nikki, and you could have could have made That's some business the on the back end. Uh, but the, the match thing, itself was yeah. great. The match itself was was certainly. I think Becky Lynch coming back was more. Well, you guys are way back. more into the superhero than I am. I, there's no way I would have had Rhea do the tap out. I would have had the okay. fake superhero take the tap out. So. All right. I mean, look the 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 whole the whole message behind Nikki's persona is she's she is beatable. She can get knocked down, but she's going to keep fighting. She's going to keep coming back. That's the whole mm-hmm. Nikki mm-hmm. Ash persona, and uh, you know she's going to keep coming after it uh, on Monday. So we'll see. We'll see where this goes because, I mean, are you really going to continue with Charlotte and, and Nikki and Charlotte and Rhea, which is the same kind of stuff that we've seen? Becky yeah. Lynch ain't going to be in the picture, so it's going to be interesting to see how they push forward with this uh, Raw Women's title picture now. Yeah, God, I hope not. Did you see a lot of people out there uh, wearing Nikki uh, uh, gear out there? No, not really? I, uh, when, I was, when I was doing uh, B-roll earlier before we got our media credentials and I was uh, filming, Tons of John Cena shirts, tons of Roman Reigns shirts, but no Nikki Ashley. I want that new Cena. I want that new Cena shirt. I I got a better question for you. (laughs) You Was anybody wearing CM Punk shirts out there tonight? Yeah. (laughs) No. 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 Probably complicated. Important. Important to remember. Important to remember. Nikki's merchandise has only been available for like five days, so it's really hard for people to order that stuff off WWE shop and get it in time for the show. Buy it at the arena, though, right? True. You could True. buy it at the arena, sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, want to know uh, your take here before you guys have to hop out, it, Jose Rick. If you guys have to hop out any point, any any point, let us know. Uh, Edge, uh, Edge, and Rollins had a hell of a match tonight. Want to know what you guys thought of this? I absolutely loved it. I thought this was one of the better singles matches tonight. Uh, Edge pulling out all the hits, moves you haven't seen him do in a long, long time. Also did a glam slam, did his wife's <laughs> finisher. I thought was really, really cool. Uh, and a hell of a match, and the right guy won. The hero got to win the match, and a really cool entrance. He got to he got to do his old school Gangrel mm-hmm. entrance where he came out of the fire. Uh, Kenny, your take on Edge and Rollins? I thought this was perfect. Uh, one hell of a match, without a doubt. Uh, I was from the perspective of let's uh, elevate and reward the talent that we know is going to be with us for a while longer. I don't know how much longer Edge is going to do this. So I personally, I would have had uh, I would have had him go. Over. Thanks, guys. Appreciate, it, guys. We'll let you go. See you, guys. Later, disc jockey. <laughs> All right. Got rid of disc jockey. I knew I had some stroke out there in Vegas. <laughs> I had him, him taken off. Yeah. Called, called the police yeah, it, on it, him. It, it, I got him. <laughs> disc jockey. So now that the adults are in the room, now really 
Um, yeah, I, I loved it. I thought it was great stuff. Jeremy, your take. Uh, Edge, uh, what's what's next? What do you do with him? You do a repatch? Yeah, hell of a match, without a doubt. Hell of a yeah, match. Yeah, absolutely. Hey, Edge looks amazing for a guy. What is he, 50-something? 40. 47? He's in his late 40s. Late 40s yeah, 47, 40s, I think. Yeah. Man, yeah. I tell you what. He, he looked good tonight, and the entrance was great, man. I thought both entrances were excellent. God, I don't know which I don't know what direction to go. I, that's something I'll have to sit and think about, you know, and, and see. I say you put him in with an up and comer and have that up and comer beat him and and give uh -huh. him that shine. But I mean, you don't see WWE do that too much. So now you got to kind of really sit back, look at the roster. Uh, do you do you tag him with somebody or you know? I, it, it's hard to tell right now. There's really no definite direction for edge right now uh and as kenny said we don't know you know it, obviously he's contracted but he's contracted mm -hmm. for just so much per year so yeah. uh he may be gone until survivor series possibly who knows um you know it, it it would be something to sit and think of though but uh you know i, I you know right there in the chat is a great one aj styles now that the title's not there any longer um mm -hmm. okay. got to do a, you got to do a little uh a little uh, brand swapping, but uh, and that would Edge, be is in the, Edge is one of those guys that's in that position where he can clearly he's not tied to a brand. Yeah. What do you think of it? What do you think of AJ versus Edge? What do you think of that? I think it'd be a great match. I mean, you, you uh -huh. just had AJ and almost lose those tag belts in the opening uh, match of SummerSlam. I know we start with the big matches and we kind of work our way down. I thought that was a great opener. Did, did good stuff. And Randy Orton mm -hmm. hit him with the RKO and they kind of teased it. They didn't just go right into it. Is it amazing how many OVW boys are still up there making right. money and making an impact? I mean, just the show is stacked with them. Especially yeah. with those guys you were with. Uh, they're yeah. still there and, and still big impact players. They always talk. They still always talk about how that class was together at that point. They still talk yeah, about how about how, much, yeah. Yeah, how much of an impact they made in the sport. Uh, how about another name that might be gone from NXT after tomorrow night? Adam Cole, baby. Mm -hmm. How about how about Edge and Adam Cole? Dream I, match I think, right there. I, I, it'd be a great way for him to jump in there and hang with somebody and get elevated in the process of just being with the person. <laughs> unless he's jumping, unless he's jumping ship after tomorrow. Unfortunately, I know nothing about Adam Cole. I heard uh, Joe Pesci on my show tonight talking about uh, Baby, and all, and I've never seen it. I don't watch NXT mm -hmm. since uh, Shinsuke Nakamura went away, and since Oscar uh, went away from NXT. That's what got me like in wrestling again. I'd pretty much faded away and just quit watching it, and then I see the entrance of Shinsuke Nakamura, and then I see the psychology that he would use in his matches and he could do so little and get so much. He made me fall in love with wrestling again. Then I discovered Oscar. Then I discovered Karee Sane and that mm -hmm. got me back in wrestling again. It, it made me love it. And then they get to WWE and they weren't doing anything like they were doing in NXT, which tells me triple H has a better idea what to do with these guys and the people that are up there right now. Yeah. And, and Kev could probably back me up on this, but Adam Cole is to me like a modern day Shawn Michaels. He's a smaller uh -huh. than your average guy, but uh -huh. he has just that in-ring charisma. He has that out-of-ring charisma, and he has the talent. He has the, the whole package. I'm going to have to see some stuff because I don't know enough about him to comment yay or nay, but mm -hmm. a lot of people like him, and I think my son's one of them, so I yeah. need to check into it and see what he's got going. Well, he, trust he, trust your son's opinion. He he is one of those guys that, that can is going to be one of the real dynamic players. He's pretty healthy, hasn't had too many yeah. injuries, and he has that mm -hmm. big match pedigree where you know if okay. he's a big right. main event, he can deliver on it. I think he's uh, only uh, he's only uh, he's only thirty two. Yeah, 
So. Which is, uh, you know, that, that's WWE Young in their eyes. So so they kind of like that period. Oh, by of time. the way, I had Dutch Mantel bump from the show tonight, too. Oh, he was did. just a total distraction to the show last night. Plus, his damn house almost caught on fire. And he's, in a, he's involved in a big shuffleboard tournament, and I think he's in the finals. So Okay. You know. Well, hey, at least he's in the finals, right? Yeah. At least Final four. Final four. Uh, honestly, all jokes aside, we hope Dutch is doing all right with him. I well, heard well, about the well, I heard well, about the fire. Yeah, last yeah night. well, tonight tonight's shuffleboard tournament was canceled on account of sleepiness. Uh, a lot of them are pretty old, and they just didn't want to participate. So, but yeah, it was a scary thing for a minute. Smoke was in the room. We thought Dutch's heart monitor went off or something, but it turned out that gum house was no. He just he just had so much heat. He just Dutch so was heat. Uh, well. Yeah, that's a lot of heat when your house catches fire. I'll grant you that. Not even I I've had that. So. I, I didn't. I, maybe I thought maybe somebody floated him. A, I thought maybe somebody floated him a bonus for pyro during the show. Or something. <laughs> it scared the hell out of us, man. We thought Dutch was going to have to run out of there. And uh, man, maybe uh, the guy next door he steals his Wi-Fi from him, set it on fire. I don't know. <laughs> uh, overall, I, I don't think there was a dud match on this show. I think some matches are more interesting mm. than others. Uh, the, Gold, the Goldberg Lashley one was kind of like they tried some stuff. So you didn't I, have any problems with uh, with the man and uh, and Bianca. I thought it was more an angle than a match. I didn't yeah. even really well, right. it was certainly yeah. an angle, not a match. Yeah. I'll grant yeah. you that. Yeah, I would yeah. call it so, an angle. I thought I thought gender and Drew is more of a throwaway, but I thought that whole build up to that match was a throwaway anyway. Yeah, so. I thought uh, I was upset about that too because this was a time to elevate Jen, uh, Gender Mahal, mm -hmm. not Ginger, not the not the one that was on my show. Went Gender Mahal. <laughs> yeah, because we we. On my podcast, we both picked gender because the deck yeah, was so stacked against him. We, you know, the deck was stacked against him. Is is? Uh, I, I is, thought he needed to win more. Uh, yeah, I mean, you brought him back. Let's do something with him. Let's make him mean something. And I think we took that away tonight. So I, I don't know what we're going to do with him from here. Drew could have survived with a loss right there. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. In, in terms of other thumbs down on on summer, some we talked about the things we liked, talking about the things we didn't really like. Tommy mm -hmm. B texting here saying the Eva match wasn't that good. Eva Marie and uh, Alexa Bliss got the uh, the kind of woesome spot that you don't want in any wrestling card, and that's the second match out of now. Who who was expecting a great Eva Marie match? And I'd like to know that person's name. Ru Vince Russo, <laughs> bro. <laughs> bro. Well, we know bro. what Vince is judging. The same thing. She's an amazing looking woman. I yeah, love the yeah. pink hair. Uh, one one other beef I've got. Can anybody like when Jerry the King Lawler, if he'd ever dyed his hair another color? I mean, can anybody come to the ring with natural hair anymore? Everybody changes their hair color, especially the women. Now the men are doing it. What's wrong with this gorgeous head of hair like I got at age 61 well, and a half? You know, Terry that? Terry Taylor pulled it off when he was the Red Rooster, so. No, he didn't. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> no, he didn't. Uh, Donna is saying a waste of time. He's even Marie and thumbs down. I, I'll say the match wasn't that great. It was okay. It was, it was fine. Maybe, maybe, we, maybe we need to make Eva more of a, uh, of a valet. Yes. Because uh, no uh, one's yeah. ever liking her matches. And, yeah. But she gets the heat, though, right? I mean, people really yeah. do, or do they, care about when she's yeah. on television. Well, here's they the do. They do. I mean, she she's the she's the Miss Elizabeth in waiting, if you ask yeah. me. Here's the thing with Eva what Marie. What I know, I've only she, managed half that roster. I don't know anything. In her first stint in the WWE, she was improving. She was actually improving yeah. in the ring. So my thought was when she came back, I thought she was going to come back and actually be uh, like a serious competitor in the ring. As you've seen, that hasn't happened. So, yeah, uh -huh. I think uh -huh. I think it has to be valid. Not if she's at all. Not, yeah, if she's not going to be a serious competitor in the ring, I don't know what's going on. But, I mean, tell you what, Dewdrop has been knocking it out of the park every week. And I just, I cracked up when she announced Eva Maria as the loser tonight. That was, that was Kroger, a lot of fun. Kroger's knockoff version of Mountain Dew is called Dewdrop. <laughs> it is. It certainly is. <laughs> 
<laughs> Our next opponent is going to be Moon Mist. Moon <laughs> Mist. There you go. I know about Moon Mist. I'm about a knockoff, son. You mix that with some vodka. That's the old hillbilly margarita, right? I'm a yeah. poor white boy. I can't afford the name brand stuff. <laughs> we got, we got, we got like a, we got. I lie. Hype. I lie. I got Mountain Dew Zero right here. <laughs> oh, I the Zero, baby. I, zero. I love the Zero. What it's do they call? What do they call the Mountain Dew? Or is that the Moon Mist? What do they call uh, it, Mountain Dew? What do they call it? What no? What do they call it? I was asking you guys. Oh, Mountain Dew is like Fago's off-brand moon, moon mist. I wonder what the but name. They, oh, I thought they had a fancy moon name mist. For it moon there. mist is like Fago, Fago's. Uh, yeah, that, their moon that. mist is yeah. is Mountain Dew. Uh, I was trying to say. Fago <laughs> makes a badass pineapple, by the way. I love Ooh. it. And the last I looked online, it was twenty six dollars for a six pack. So I passed wow. on Whoa. that. Yeah. Apparently, that they're low be, on pineapple. Uh, Fago. That better be a hundred proof. It's not. <laughs> Um, overall, SummerSlam, I thought, was a pretty eventful show. I think the second half of the show really saved it. There were some things that were like, really off. Goldberg and Lashley, they tried some stuff that didn't work. You know, that Alexa Bliss and even rematch was a little bit too busy. But, hey, Dewdrop at the end saying who the loser was, I thought was kind of neat. I think Dewdrop can become a, a special act in her own right. Uh, yeah. So the, the things, I think the yeah, there, good, There's uh, some stuff there. Yeah. When when she finally turns on Eva Marie and yells her name is Piper Niven, that crowd's going to pop. Yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I agree. I agree. Uh, we also got Mysterio's defeat, uh, losing to the Usos, being defeated yet again. Uh, mm-hmm. I was hoping for maybe a gimmick or a stipulation to be added to this match, but they definitely leaned in the story that Dominic Mysterio, despite his success with his father, it just isn't listening and he isn't learning from his his legendary father. Right. They keep doing these promos where I he goes into the ring. I have that problem at home. I got that here. <laughs> um, uh, well, don't worry. Don't worry. They're gonna have a rematch on Friday on SmackDown, anyways. So yeah, yeah and I did. I did. I was hoping that if they did this match at SummerSlam, they would add something to it, like a lot. I, I I see a lot of people thinking it's almost time to turn Dominic heel. What do you think? What do you think, Ken? Absolutely. I, th- I think he'd be an excellent heel. He's another one my son is very high on. He thinks the, that the limit is the moon with this guy. Yeah. Uh, he thinks more high of him than I do at this time. I just haven't seen enough to, to give him that type of label. But he says for more, he's come within one year. Uh, and my son's a pretty good evaluator of talent, so I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. I think turning him heel would be excellent. You obviously can't make Ray the heel. So, uh, yeah, I, 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 I could see some things happening with that. I mean, and, uh, my biggest question of the night is who drew, who drove the Os- the Usos to the ring? Uh, who got them to the building? <laughs> hopefully, they were nice and safe. Hopefully, yeah. hopefully Uber got them there. Uh, yeah, and, and you know, much like much like when Charlotte rips Flair, uh, rips her dad a, a new asshole. You know that look on Flair's face, like he's getting ready to cry. Ray's gonna have that same look on his face when Dominic turns on him, and it's gonna be so sad. It's gonna father be- versus his son kenny they've never done that in wwe mm. um, oh really are you oh, no 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 they did, shane they, did, they did vince versus shane okay okay shane. i'm sorry I, yeah. but i mean like maybe compet- wrestler wise maybe and me and my son were together in five years at ovw and we were just thinking of building to that and that would have been so much fun god i'd have had a ball doing that i'd have beat his ass I, I mean, <laughs> yes this is wrestlers doing it this is different like, if, yeah. if, if it was fake i'd have beat his ass if it's real i'm done <laughs> where do you do the match don 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 Dominic versus his father, Rey Mysterio. It, it's it? built in. There's a lot of passion involved in that. Um, San Diego. San Diego. Yeah. You do yeah. this on a summer? You do this on a big pay-per-view? Like, they got some big shows coming up. I do you would. hold out until WrestleMania? I would hold. It's I would a long hold. build. Yeah, I would hold father-son until WrestleMania. They probably yeah. don't have to do the, the heel turn just yet. Um, yeah. But it's got to be close, though. I think it's got to be close. You you think so? Yeah, because he's mm-hmm. he's he screwed up a lot. So apparently, you know, eventually, Ray's gonna, a lot. 
Yeah. Ray's going to get on him, and then Dominic's going to be like, "Get, I'm tired of you, pops." And mm. you know, and it, and it was a shame that they couldn't have the father son win their tag team belts in front of a live crowd. That was special. But yeah, I predicted them to win tonight, so I th- I was kind of surprised that the uh, the Usos got the W there. Mm-hmm. Uh, overall, uh, thumbs up on SummerSlam. I th- I thought the main events really carried. The matches that were great were great. The stuff that was bad was bad. But overall, yeah. strong show. Uh, it was great to see WWE in front of a full live crowd like that. Looked mm-hmm. like um, a, a good majority of people were wearing masks. I felt good about that. Let's hope I, I noticed that in the front row. Looked like uh, quite a few people trying to be safe. Uh, then mm-hmm. again, D- Disco Inferno's out that way, so who knows? <laughs> who knows what he was spreading? Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, so, uh, you know, hopefully everything's all burn, right here. Burn, baby, burn. <laughs> burn, baby, burn. burn hopefully baby, burn. everything's all right here. Kenny, you have a take on running events here. This is a different situation. Obviously, yeah. for WWE, when they booked this, they thought we would be in a completely different place. I went to Lollapalooza, mm-hmm, a big rock mm-hmm. concert. When when I bought tickets for it at the end of May, I thought we'd be in a completely different place in terms of vaccinations. Well, I know that when they started flooding Texas with all those shows, I said on this very show, right in front of Dutch Mantel, I said the COVID capital of the world is going to be Texas. And I was pretty close. It's Florida yeah. and Texas. And those shows could not have possibly helped. And then when you got governors that just deny the mask and the and the and the shots and all that, or, or don't encourage it, or don't have representatives go out to motivate people to get those things done, and 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 look at it, it it's those seven states in the South that are yeah. suffering right now, and it's making it tough on everybody. And in yeah. California's got forty three million people and all kinds of hubs where people fly in from all over the world and all over the United States. So California's in a bad way as well, along with New York and Miami. Yeah, and Kev, uh, you were at, you were in a building with twenty four thousand people last night. Most people oh. were were masked up, right? Uh, most people were masked up, and then there's give me give me a percentage out of twenty four thousand. When I shop around here, I'd say eighty yeah. percent of the people in my community wear a mask, mm-hmm. vaccinated or not. I'm double vaxxed, but I wear a mask everywhere I go. You needed a mask to get in. You needed a mask mm-hmm. when you went to go buy concessions, and you were in mm-hmm. a concourse. That's good. Uh, so that was nice. But I mean, how do you police it when they're in their seats? That's kind of hard too. Not not and, easy. Not, not easy. easy. And not definitely not easy in a stadium, let alone a, an arena. Uh, right. United Center. I was there for uh, All Eat Wrestling last night. CM Punk's big return. Um, it, I thought compliance was pretty good. Uh, I did mm-hmm. have a friend who left the show saying he didn't feel comfortable in the section. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I, I mean, can, I, I can imagine. I mean, yeah. Chicago's had uh, another another international hub, mm-hmm. and uh, but we had Lollapalooza, and we had two hundred cases out of a, 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 an event that had you know four hundred thousand people attended. You know, I haven't got to watch days. the concert yet. And in New York today, they got, I'm a huge uh, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire in Chicago fan. And Earth, yeah, Wind the and big Fire. Uh, Thank You New York concert that they were. Yeah, doing. and uh, they they made you show a, a vac. Uh, you had to be double. I think you had to have at least one shot to be a part of that. You had to wear a mask and everything. And you know, glad to see people trying. And if there's a reward, if you want to go out and be a part of all this stuff, get your shot. Wear them. How big yeah. a deal? For me? I got. One. I mean, you, you also. It's also worth noting. I think wrestling is going to be affected by this, and I don't think people are kind of looking at this. This is coming up and. Uh, we're now no, here uh, near the end of August, beginning of October, Live Nation. And Kenny, you've done some business with Live Nation. They're one I of the sell, biggest. I, I, I sell these for $50 on the internet. Not yet, but I will. And uh, $50. Oh, the, the overhead's high. Well, yeah, it is. It certainly that's is. More, yeah. hey, that's two cases of pineapple. Uh, that's two cases of pineapple that's, right that's there. That's a 12-pack. Two cases of pineapple Fago, and you can have a mask. That's a 12-pack <laughs> right there. There you go. You buy a mask, and he can go get a 12-pack. So. Uh, yeah. yeah, just one, just one mask. <laughs> just one. Yeah, I just want my Fago, man. That's all I want. Everybody. I mean, you're right. You're right, Kev. Everybody started celebrating too soon, and it's biting people in the ass now. So. 
Um, it's and everybody be- everybody thinks I'm hard on the Trump administration, but Biden waved the white flag too damn soon. It's just yeah. like uh, when Bush did the uh, the victory dance on that boat. Yep. Uh, we waved the white flag too soon. We we yeah. could have nipped this in the bud if we could get 90% vaccinated. Yeah. I think we could have nipped this stuff in the bud and we could all go to live wrestling or live football or whatever you want. But I, I think the winter is going to be a little tough. I mean, it's, you know, um, sacrificial lamb stepping in there. And I know the percentages are low, but when it's your family, I've had 14 family members die of COVID. 14. Yeah. But of course, I was raised by four families. But 14 family members have died of COVID, all Trump supporters. None of them vaxxed, none of them wearing a mask, and yeah. they're dead. And I got two uh, in the hospital that yeah. probably ain't gonna make it. Close friend of mine uh, got it uh, the first go around and is on oxygen, and she's my age. I'm oh almost, my. I'm almost forty two, and all uh, these she, people were fifty and under, and yeah. in my family, every one yeah. of them. And so it's yeah. sad, it really is, because if, it, if it's one out of a hundred, that's too damn many. That doesn't. It's, yeah, it is. And way. there is this bridge period that we're in now, where it's like you can get vaccinated, you can get tested a lot, and you also yeah. you can get. If you, you're one of those people that don't want to get vaccinated. I'm, I'm not going to get political and, and all those different things. I, yeah. I'm telling you, do it. I, I feel I felt fine doing it, but also right. because there hasn't been enough people vaccinated, I'm now almost at the end of the window of my vaccination. Yeah, so there's things I'm going to have to do right. in the winter. As in, get- I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I go out and do stand up. How am I going to get that if we're now going to have to wait another three yeah, exactly. months? Exactly. You're going to have to go, get enough people back. I've, I've got a five-month window, but I'd go get my third shot today if they wanted me to. I mean, yeah. I'm 61. I've had some issues over the years, and yeah. I'll gladly go get another one. And I'm going to keep wearing the mask because, like I said, that mask protects them. I'd feel like crap if I was a carrier and I infected someone who was either immune deficient. And even if you're asymptomatic. You know, even yeah, exactly. So, I mean, and it's amazing how many people don't know what asymptomatic means. Is yeah. you're speaking Spanish to them? They don't a even of, know. A lot of doctors, a lot of doctors on the uh, YouTube. You know. Yeah, uh, absolutely. There are, there are a lot of them don't have degrees either. <laughs> yep. <laughs> right. Problem. Listen yeah. to the ones with degrees. Listen to the specialist. Uh, so I mentioned this. Live Nation is going to enact some new regulation. They own a majority of the arenas in the country. The majority mm-hmm. of the arenas that uh, WWE and AEW are going to run their events at. And Live yeah. Nation is in bed with Ticketmaster, which is one of the biggest companies uh-huh. in the country as well for uh-huh. live events. Yeah. The, the new rules will be time. you need a Vax card or you need a negative COVID test within 72 hours to attend their events at their mm-hmm. buildings. Mm-hmm. That includes that, concerts. Yeah. That includes WWE. That includes yeah. live wrestling. Yeah. Is yeah. WWE and AEW going get, to get on board with this? Because Live Nation, you can't do business at that scale without working with Live Nation. Well, they use Ticketmaster, don't they? Yes, they do. So they're, they're, they're going to have to. Ticketmaster has been around since I was a kid. They've been around a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, I got a friend that I got a friend that owns a, a venue here in town. Um, it's about a thousand seat venue with uh, that has a, you know, bands, some major bands that come through there. They are enforcing uh, uh, the same rules at their venue, you know, so there's gonna, there's a lot of people that are getting on board on that. And you're gonna have the blowback and there's gonna be people that don't want to do it. And um, uh, another another thing that's worth uh, mentioning is you have different uh, sports leagues, NFL being we're not going to tell you you have to get it as a player, but if you yeah. don't, you lose games, you do different yeah. things. It, our WWE and these other wrestling promotions, they haven't put a vaccine mandate out. Uh, mm-hmm. Do you think they will at some point? I think they're going to have to. I think they're going to have to. I mean, the shocker is in college football, the University of Mississippi of all schools is 100% vaccinated. Wow. Uh, and, and who's their coach? He's coach of Tennessee, Lane, Lane Kiffin, Kiffin, whatever yeah. his name is. Lane Kiffin. Kiffin, of all people, motivated all of his players 100% to get vaccinated in Mississippi. Uh, if he can do it, I think the rest of us can do it. And the reason they did it, they they coached the guys up and said, do you want to be the one to let us down? Right. Because of your whatever belief, 
you want to be the one to cost us a game, cost us to getting into a bowl game. And they, they said, no, I don't want to be that guy. So yeah. they all got their shots. They all got vaccinated. They all wear a mask when they're told to. So it's not that big of a deal. No. I don't like wearing the damn mask no. either. And the one I got now is a little difficult to breathe through. But if it'll best, save one life, then big deal. Exactly. The best analogy is if Kane can toss 15 people out of a Royal Rumble while wearing a mask, you can wear it while getting your groceries. I, I, I'm pretty damn sure you can do that. Yeah. Pretty damn sure. <laughs> well, it's been a fun night. If you're with us live, go ahead. Or if you're just joining us a little bit late, don't be afraid to watch in the beginning as well. Uh, go ahead and subscribe to Sports Gear Wrestling on YouTube. I want to thank all of you so, so much for supporting the channel. Thank you so much, Kenny. Thank you so much, Jeremy. We are within no. a, we are within three less than three hundred subscribers of our goal for the season of twenty thousand subs. Oh God, a lot we're of getting subscribers. There. Yeah, we're, 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 that's we're getting there. more than I got. <laughs> uh, so we, we just want to thank you guys all for the support. It's a big weekend, a lot of content, a lot of places you can go and watch us. So you came here and spent some time with us. I, I hope we uh, sent you home with a smile and, and gave you some more information about wrestling. Just some fun and by the way, I did have a ball doing the other two shows. I noticed your all's Facebook gets a ton of viewers. We got just the two shows I did with Dutch and Sid. God, I think there are 15,000, 16,000 views on Facebook yeah. alone, not counting YouTube and all your other sources. So, yeah, yeah three million subscribers on Facebook. It's incredible, it's man. It's incredible. Wow. And, and, I think, and uh, also, also uh, applaud our team back in India that's been working with Raju, Roni, Ar Arnaban. Like, we have some really great people that are working with us. With a no, it's just Raju. Difference. He's pocketing everybody's money, including mine. <laughs> Raju's a one-man show. Yeah. I, exposed, I exposed him last night. He the, exposed the gig him. is up. Yeah. Uh, sneaky yeah, bastard. So we, we got a lot of people Hit joining us in, in different in different uh, time zones. We do want to you tell you. wait till I find out where you all are getting paid, and then I see my check. There's going to be more heat. <laughs> <laughs> we will be live after NXT TakeOver. Jeremy yes. and I are going to be covering that show. I'm looking forward to it. Let's see if they can top SummerSlam. We're gonna, uh, let, let's we're see gonna. what they can do here. Some pressure on them because it's usually been the other way around. We're TakeOver. Yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I mean, you know, you got you got all the stories coming out and saying, up oh, their support at WWE support at NXT's in the crapper. You know, we're, we're all going to big, beefy robots now all the all the people you loved in the indies are going to be shipped out the door nxt is not going to look the same uh, let's see what they do with us tomorrow and uh, see if we can get some surprises uh the the card is stacked so to speak so uh we're gonna have a lot of fun tomorrow night absolutely we're gonna have plenty of fun once again if you are with us live don't forget to hit that like button before we're done here tonight don't forget to subscribe <clears throat> as well if you haven't done it already on YouTube. We're also available in podcast form on Apple, Spotify, Apple, all the different audio apps you want to check it out on. And of course, for everything, and listens for me. I love that. <laughs> uh, for everybody, for everybody who's checking us out, uh, don't forget to when, do this one thing when you're watching wrestling. Tell them what they got to do, Jeremy. You got to enjoy wrestling. Yeah, 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 yeah. Let yeah. me talk to you. Talk to them. <laughs>